This is Frank Dominguez for WDAV's Piedmont Arts. One of the world's most storied choirs is coming to the Queen City for a rare performance. On Sunday, March 31st, Christ Church Charlotte hosts a visit from the Clare College Choir of Cambridge, England. And that includes a talk with the choir's conductor, Graham Ross, followed by a performance by the ensemble titled A Lenten Sequence, with music by William Byrd, Thomas Tallis, and others. And joining me to speak about this special event is Ben Ooten, Director of Music and Organist at Christ Church Episcopal of Charlotte. Ben, thanks for being here. Thank you, Frank. It's great to be here. We're very excited to tell everybody about Clare College Choir. And I'm just so glad to have you back. It's been uh, too long since you've visited WDAV. Thank you. Now, lovers of choral music are likely familiar with the Clare College Choir, but many others listening may not be aware of them. So tell us what's exciting about this opportunity and tell us a little bit about the Clare College Choir. Well, the Clare College Choir is exciting because they are one of the mixed ensembles among the university, the English choirs. Uh, Everybody knows the King's College Choir and the little boys and the men singing Christmas carols, but also within Cambridge University are Clare College and others that have similar choirs that are made up of just collegiate students. Uh, At Clare College, they have young men and young women who all represent a variety of academic disciplines. They are not necessarily music students. Being a part of the choir in their college experience is a major, uh, a major thing. It's a major commitment of time. They sing services every other day. They have big rehearsals. They take tours I was talking to one of them recently who said that their most memorable tour was to the Opera House in Sydney, Australia. So this is a choir that records great music and travels the world. And how is it that they have uh, arranged to make this visit to uh, Christ Church Charlotte? Well, we are very fortunate at Christ Church to have two graduates of the choir as staff members, Nicholas Haig and Margaret Carpenter Haig. Um, and they, uh, as we were thinking about who we would like to bring to Charlotte to Christ Church to uh, be a model for the kind of music that we are creating right there on Providence Road, um, they knew that Claire was going to be in the neighborhood. And so we contacted the conductor and said, we'd love to have you come sing for us. And um, not only that, uh, our rector, Chip Edens, is going to do an interview with Graham Ross, the conductor, who is himself a a great conductor with a unique path to the college choir conductorship. So the conversation with Chip and Graham will be about the relevance of the English choral tradition throughout the world, the importance of what uh, singing in a choir like this means for these young scholars, the, you know, the leaders of the next generation, and how he got to this position. So I think it'll be a fascinating afternoon. I'm glad you mentioned uh, Margaret and Nicholas because they were recent guests of our uh, other podcast series from the John Clark Performance Studio. So it's uh, nice to know that uh, you have a connection with them as well. Previously, you were the director of the choir school at St. Peter's here in Charlotte. So talk to me about this English choral music tradition that you made reference to and and its profound influence not only on choirs around the world, but obviously also on you personally. 
Well, for me personally, uh, when I heard my first English boys' choir, I was sold. I knew that that's what I was supposed to do. And over the years at St. Peter's, I have had the opportunity to teach a lot of young, brilliant musicians, uh, not just how to sing or how to read music, but the depth of music that is available to them. I really believe that children can learn to sing on the highest level with professionals at a young age. And we prove that year after year at St. Peter's. And we're working toward that at Christ Church, too. And one of the most remarkable things to me is the power of music to touch a person's soul, whether it's in a religious setting or just a concert setting. And I think like in the case of these college kids, singing in a demanding choir like the Clare College Choir, I think that that resonates so deeply that they are very willing to give up the time and energy that it takes to be a part of that. Music just gives voice to the soul. I think that's what it's all about. What are they going to be singing on this concert program that follows the conversation uh, with uh, Graham Ross. Well, you mentioned earlier uh, Bird and Talus, but in fact, the most interesting part of this program to me are the contemporary composers. The concert is going to end with the Miserere by um, James McMillan. Uh, this James McMillan is a young Scottish composer, and his music is absolutely powerful, very spiritual, very colorful, and very intense. There are also pieces by Alonso Lobo, who is a Portuguese composer, and Tomas Victoria, uh, who is well-known Renaissance composer, but Herbert Howells and Samuel Sebastian Wesley, two Anglican standards. Uh, and then there are some pieces by a young composer named Jonathan Harvey. These are perhaps the most adventurous pieces on the program. There is a great um, YouTube video of the recording of Jonathan Harvey's um, Nunc Dimittis, where the choir is walking around a cathedral while they sing it. So it, it's a fascinating piece of music. You talked about the power of music in general, but I'd like you to uh, give me your theories that might explain the particular experience that performing choral music and listening to choral music seems to create. Well, from the performer's point of view, there's nothing more powerful than singing harmony with people. And even harmony that is intensified by great dissonances or jarring rhythms, uh, is, it's a unifying experience. There is a way to connect spirits and hearts through music from the performer's point of view that is different from that of the listener's point of view. I think we've all had that experience of hearing music that has touched us deeply. If you want to get really technical about it, I think that perhaps the being in a room with people making sound creates a vibration that we all feel. Actually, that's beginning to sound like a 70s song. But I think it's true. I think we physically respond. We emotionally respond. And then, of course, there's the text, um, 
when you start talking about choral music, music itself conveys so much more than the literal sound. But when you combine it with text, it really illuminates thoughts in a way that causes more thought. Graham is a young conductor who came to the choir as a second-year college student. Most of the kids in the choir are eager to get in right off the bat, but Graham came to college as a young instrumentalist and then decided he wanted to be a singer. When he left the choir, he went out into the world as an orchestral conductor, but has come back to conduct one of the greatest choirs in the world. And I think what it was about choir, what it was about words, what it was about singers that brought him to this place on his personal journey will be a fascinating thing to hear. My guest has been Ben Ooten, Director of Music and Organist at Christ Church Episcopal of Charlotte. Uh, They'll host a visit Sunday afternoon from the Clare College Choir of Cambridge, England, that includes a talk with the choir's conductor, Graham Ross, at 2.30, followed by a concert program titled A Lenten Sequence, with music by William Byrd, Thomas Tallis, and even some contemporary composers. That's coming up Sunday, March 31st, and you'll find a link with more information from the Piedmont Arts page at WDAV.org. Ben, thank you for coming in, and so nice to speak with you again. Thank you, Frank. It's been my pleasure. For WDAV's Piedmont Arts, I'm Frank Dominguez.